0: Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. Welcome once again to this online service. We know that we're entering into a new season. So in this new season, our leaders, God's servant, is very important because they are so uh, instrumental, uh, uh, crucial in us being able to enter into the promised land. So we learned that last time, we have to give our full support, every one of us, so that our leaders can carry out the task that God has given to them to bless us, to 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 lead us into the promised land. And uh, so in order to lead, because we are not easy people to be led, isn't it? A lot of stubborn, stiff-necked people around, right? Uh, uh, so it, it's not easy. So God told... Uh, the nation uh, told Joshua, you know, to be strong and courageous, right? Let's read it in Joshua one verse six: Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. So, can you see, you know, in order to lead the people into the promised land to inherit the land, we got to be strong. And, courageous. and so we read again and again, God commanded Joshua to be strong and courageous, to be strong and courageous. And do not be afraid. In verse 9, it says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So, through this journey into the promised land, there will be setback. There will be moments of defeat. There will be suffering, pain, difficulties. But Joshua or any leader, you be strong and courageous. Do not be discouraged. Do not allow the circumstances, the difficulties to to crush you so that you lose heart. Do not allow temporary setback to cause you to be discouraged. Do not allow your emotion to take charge. But fix your eyes on God so that you will be able to see that He is with you all oh, the, the steps of the way. God is there. So be strong and courageous. But in the midst of these verses in verse 7, there's another verse, verse 7. He said, be strong and very courageous. This is only time that God used this phrase, very courageous. The rest of the time is, be strong and courageous, take the land, be strong and courageous, you know, inherit the land. But here, it said, be strong and very courageous. Why? Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. So God told Joshua, to be strong and very courageous in the context of keeping all the law, in the context of leading his people to obey all the law that Moses, the servant of God, has given them. So can you see, it's it's easier to defeat the giant in the land of Canaan as compared to deal with the heart of God's people, the stubbornness, stiff-necked, rebellious, you know, ungodly nature that is inside. It's, It's much harder to deal with this and bring about transformation. It's easier to kill the giant outside rather than the giant inside the heart, the mind, the nature of God's people. So when you speak the words, you give them the whole counsel of God. When they don't like it, what do they do? They'll rise up against you. They'll persecute you. They'll slander you. They'll attack you. They could even kill you. Most of the time, they kill you with their words. But in some situation, they kill you. So, God is warning Joshua. He's telling Joshua, you've got to be strong and very courageous to keep the law, to preach the word of God in its fullness. Even though you face the strongest opposition, and persecution but the reason why you do that to take the people into the promised land is to build a holy nation is to establish a kingdom of priests there to serve God to minister to the whole nation and this only way is to follow the word given by Moses the servant of God. So you've got to be strong and very courageous despite of their rebellious way. So, to transform, to change the, the, the life of the people to be that distinguished people of God, the special people of God, you know, is it is very hard. Now today we, we, we see around among some of the Chinese Christian, the Doraja Christian, the indigenous churches, and maybe other races as well. Oh, they, they accept the word of God, they accept Jesus. But to get rid of the idols in their heart, to get rid of some of their tradition and custom, that is ingrained in them, it's not easy. You know, I, well, lately I've been involved in, or at least come to understand some of these tribal churches. And they told me some of their practices, their pagan practices, spiritist kind of practices, are still there with the Christian. They still would not get rid of it. And if you were to come in and really preach against it in order to bring about transformation in the culture, in the the tradition, you're asking for big, big trouble. Okay, so this is is why God said to Joshua, be strong and very, very courageous to obey the law my, my servant Moses has given. So when you come against the culture, you come against the, the, the pattern the, the way of life you know some of these people are doing you know they will they will, they will come against you okay they will they will fight they will accuse you they will slander you they will attack you in any other way you know Gideon when he begins to rise up and he realizes the word of God that they are not to worship idols and to trust in the Lord wholeheartedly. So he rise up and he was so fearful because he know before he can lead the Israelites into victory, he has to get rid of the idols, the shrine that is in his father's house. He dare not do it during the day. But at least he dared enough to do it at night. But what happened? The whole villages, when they found out, they want to rise up, they want to get out of him and kill him for what he did. And that's the kind of opposition uh, that we get, we can get, when we preach the word of God in its totality. In its totality. Okay, and uh, so Joshua God said, you've got to be strong and very courageous, to contend with these people. Many of them are rebellious. They have just caused the downfall of Moses so that Moses cannot enter into the promised land. That's the people you're dealing with. You've got to be strong and very courageous. And so right towards the end, you know Joshua has led the nation of Israel for 52 years towards the end of his life, before he died, they are still having this problem. And he's telling them in Joshua 24, verse 14, Now, fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods, your ancestors, worship beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. And if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day, Whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or the god of the Amorites in whose land you are living, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So their idols, before they enter into Egypt, beyond the river in Euphrates, their idols in Egypt, their idols now in Canaan land that they have conquered, they hold on to those idols. Isn't it amazing? God has done so much, tremendous miracles, but these people still would not give up on their idols. But when Joshua confronted them, you know, they talk very spiritual. Oh, you know, we will serve God. We will obey everything. Just like today, isn't it? These people who are rebellious, these people who are resisting against the word of God, well, they talk very spiritual. As if they really want to worship God, follow God. But you are the one, you preach this, you know, you are the one who, 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 who is not good because you preach, you know, this kind of teaching, very difficult to, to understand, but very difficult to follow, you know. We, we, we don't want this kind. We want the easy one. We want the one that tells us God loves us. You know, God is so good. You know, we want the preaching that tells us, hey, it doesn't matter. The law is over. You know, let's not talk about the law. It is grace, you know, just keep talking about this, about this kind of teaching that's so difficult, so hard to follow, because we don't want, not that we don't understand, we don't want to give up, we don't want to, to die, to self. we don't want to carry the cross. You see, so, so when you do this kind of preaching, you expect this opposition to rise up, you expect people to, to, to slander, to persecute you. Because, not because of what you say, but because they don't want to obey the word of God. And so they find things to attack you. And so you've got to be strong and very, very courageous as a leader in order to be able to build that holy nation, the kingdom of priests in the promised land. And that's what God wants Joshua to do. And... Uh, And what shocked us after what God has done, after God has done so many things for them, they still hold on to idols, isn't it? And Joshua said, you are not able to serve God. He is holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellious and your sin. You know, these people, they they want to serve God. They still worship, but they hold on to what they want. And there are people who come to church, hey, they, they talk spiritually, they worship, but inside their heart, they are full of self. You know, it's, it's all about them, what they want. So, this is the first thing our leader got to be be strong and very, very courageous to preach the word, to, to, to. to share or say what God wants them to say. And then we are to teach the people to obey all the counsel of God, all the laws of God. In Joshua 1 verse 8, keep this book of the law, this book of the law, always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So as leaders and for the people, we've got to, medit- we've got to speak the word. And we've got to meditate the word. What does it mean? We've got to allow the word not just to be written in a book that we read and then go away and then forget, but we are to transfer those words, those laws into our heart. And we do it by proclaiming, we do it by meditating, soaking ourselves in the word you say, day and night. Day and night. So in other words, you're soaking yourself with the word of God. Not just listen and then forget, uh, listen once a week, listen, you know, out of time, but day and night, soaking in the Word, so that the Word begins to, 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 to permeate your whole being. It changes your thoughts. It changes the way you perceive things and, and your values and your lifestyle. It changes the inside of you. That's the only way that we can obey all the laws of God, is to immerse ourselves in the Word of God. And uh, it says here, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Remember we said that we are to teach the whole counsel of God. You know, We are to obey the, the book, the book, the whole book. Not some pages. Some people like to go to churches that teach on certain pages of the Bible. You know, God is love. God is gracious. God is, you know, so good, yes. They, they're all true. They're all very good. But then they don't talk about the, the, the other part of God where God is holy. God is righteous. God is a God that would judge. They don't talk about that. Oh, that's, that's Old Testament. Old Testament, God is very fierce, you know, very uh, strict. But new, we like New Testament because now it's, it's New Testament time, isn't it? You know, it's grace, isn't it? So when we just talk about portion pages of the scripture, people like us. They like to hear those kind of messages. But when you talk about the whole counsel of God, wow, they don't like it. They say, that's too hard. We can't understand. You know, it's not that they don't understand. It's just it's that they don't want to obey. You know, they don't want to give up. Uh, uh, humble themselves. They don't want to, 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 to uh, give up their rights. So they, they don't like the word. They don't want what is being said. And that's why someone said the devil is in the detail, like, so when you're into the details, that's when problems start. That's when the devil manifests. But when you talk about oh, John 3.16, everybody loves you. Wow, you know, you're so loving. Uh, you're so gracious. Right? But this is not how to build a holy nation. God told Joshua, be careful to obey everything that my servant Moses has, has taught. Okay, so we got to really understand the whole counsel of God or else we can never come to the right knowledge and decision that we should make in life. And this is what Jesus talked about in the Matthew 5, verse 17 to 19. He said, Do not think that I have come to abolish The law or the prophets have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly, will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches this command will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. You know, some people say, oh, you are in the New Testament. You know, we are not under law. We we don't talk about the law because that's over. We just talk about Jesus. Yes, that's true. But Jesus said, this is what Jesus is saying. He said, I didn't come to abolish the law and the prophets. I come to fulfill them. This is what Jesus said. And then Jesus said, when is the law and prophet abolished? He said, until heaven and earth disappear. Not one one dot is going to be erased. Everything is in. So, we are still here on earth. The heavens are still up there, right? Until heaven and earth disappear. That hasn't happened yet. So, the law and the prophets are still with us. And we are to, like Jesus, we are to fulfill them in Christ. And then he said, therefore, if anyone were to, set aside the list of the commandments, oh, that's not, not important, that's not, that's not what we need to obey. Anyone set aside the list of these commandments and teach others uh, accordingly, he is the least in the kingdom of God. So the teaching has very much to do, the laws and the prophets has very much to do with the kingdom of God. If we... Uh, cast it aside, he said you are the least in the kingdom of heaven. But if you teach them and practice them, you are the greatest. You are called great in, you are called great in the kingdom of heaven. Okay, so, so Jesus is telling us, hey, we are to teach the whole counsel of God. The book of the law, not the pages of it. This, is, this book of the law is the template for us to build the holy nation. It tells us about how we should honor God, the justice system, family, economy, how we budget, how we tithe, how we offer, helps to those who are poor, teaches us about worship, about wisdom, about health, about hygiene, about science how you cultivate the land, but you mustn't overuse it. You've got to give it rest so that it can replenish. And that You see, so the book of the Lord teaches, reveals to us about God, who God is, the nature of God. And also it reveals to us about life, the whole of life. That's why Jesus said we have to obey all the teaching. That is given. And in order for us to be able to do that, we got to immerse ourselves in the Word. Immerse ourselves in the Word so we can obey them. Look at uh, uh, verse 8 of Joshua 1. He said, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, then you will be prosperous and successful. So he said, keep this book of the law always on your lips. But for us today, we like to choose those verses that bless us. Only those verses that bless us. We memorize it, we we remember it. But he said, you know, you have to Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. We are to soak in it. Soak in the word day and night. So that we are careful to do everything written in it. So in other words, when we speak the book of the law, we meditate upon it day and night. We're soaking in it so that the Word of God begins to break down the resistance that is inside that we have. The Word of God begins to cleanse us from those foul uh, teaching that we have received or that we have hold on to. It begins to cleanse us. The Word of God begins to change our thought pattern so that now we begin to see from God's perspective, right? So as we soak ourselves in the Word of God, day and night, then we will be careful to obey everything written in it. So that's how transformation takes place. It takes place on the inside. And we have to allow the whole counsel, of the Word of God, to just permeate into our whole being so that the Word is written in the flesh. So that now we can live it, we can do it. And, and that's exactly what uh, Moses, what God told Moses when he came out of Egypt. And Moses told the people the reason why they came out of Egypt. In Exodus 19, verse 1, he said, on the first day of the third month after the Israelites left Egypt, right, and and let me jump, and God tell, tell Moses to say to the people, verse 5, now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, right, you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations, you will be my treasure possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. So can you see, the promised land is a destiny where they inherit, but it's a beginning, it's a new beginning where they follow the law of Moses, where they follow the word of God so that they can establish that holy nation that honors God, that lives by the word of God, and not following the nations that that they look round about them, not follow their ways, but follow God's way, God's teaching, God's word, to be that holy nation. So God said, if you fully obey me, you will be that special people. You'll be so distinguished. You'll be so prosperous. You'll be so successful because of my ways and my word. You will be a light to the nation. I will bless you so much so that you become a blessing to the nations, a light to the nations, to declare my praises on this earth. So God said, you will be that holy nation. You will be that kingdom of priests. So we... As leaders, we've got to be strong and very courageous. We've got to stand firm on the Word of God, regardless of how people are going to react to the Word that we preach, that God wants the to, 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 to people to, to, to have. And uh, so that we can really become that holy nation, that kingdom of priests in a promised land to declare the praises of God, right? That is the purpose of us entering into the promised land. That's the reason why God blesses us to be a blessing to the nation. So I trust that this word will help us to, to really see the big picture, the whole picture, because there will be time when you listen to the word you don't like. It. It's too harsh. It's too tough it's too difficult, not difficult, but too difficult to obey. And we don't like it. We rather want, you know, the word that is soft and loving and, you know, but that is not the ways of God. God want the whole council. Jesus want the whole township of the word of God to be preached, to be followed, so that we can be that holy nation. We can be that kingdom of priests. We can be that special people in a promised land to proclaim His praises. Shall we pray? Father, we thank You for Your revelation. We thank You for Your Word. We thank You for the understanding of Your Word. And we pray that everyone who listens to this Word, our eyes, our ears will be opened that we will be able to receive your word, the whole counsel of your word, so that we will know how to build our life, how to build your church, your people, to be that holy nation, to be that royal priesthood, kingdom priest, that we can declare your praises on this earth. Lord, continue to Lead us and guide us so that we will indeed enter into your promised land. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, God bless you. We'll see you next week. Amen.